Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, my gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. I am currently still in Sedona, soaking up all of the epic vortex vibes with my husband and our little pup, Leia, who likes to show up in my podcast every now and then. It's been so much fun to just get out of LA and come to a place that inspired me so much. I just knew that I had to launch my Rich Babe Academy from here. Speaking of which, I am so excited to share an interview that I did with one of my previous Rich Babe Academy students, Sia Wiggins. Sia is an RBA grad from 2019 who had a very rough start to her journey when she found herself out of work, pregnant, and living with her parents in their basement with her husband and child. I was so inspired to hear how Sia transformed her reality through the spiritual principles and tools that I share inside of the Rich Babe Academy. It's seriously amazing what she accomplished by working on her mindset, persevering, and staying consistent with the belief that her success is inevitable. Sia is a master at doing all of the things. She's a mom, she's a wife, she's a creative content marketing coach, as well as a licensed marriage and family therapist. You guys are going to love her and you can find out more about Sia through the links in the show notes as well as the link to sign up for the Rich Babe Academy. Uh, Doors close on Friday, September 4th at midnight, which is just a few days away. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. 
Hello, Sia, and thank you so much for joining the Manifestation Bay podcast and choosing to share your awesome Rich Babe story with us. How are you today? Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me. This is like such an honor. I am doing well. I'm excited. I'm ready to share my story with the world. Yay. So before we dive into that story, can you just give us a little bit of a context as to who you are? What is it that you do? Just a little bit of a background story so people can get acquainted with um, with who you are. Yeah. So I'm Sia and I do a lot. That's how I always introduce myself because that's exactly what I do. I'm a creative at heart. Um, when I'm not doing anything creative, I'm also a therapist. So right now I run a content creative business where I help business owners upload their content so that they can sell. Um, because really when you're selling, it's about value and not really your product and your connection. Outside of that, I am a therapist. I'm a marriage and family therapist. And I also own my private practice where I do a lot of creative arts in helping um, adults, actually, not just children, but adults uh, (laughs) gain their clarity. Amazing. And you're also a wife and mother too, right? I am a wife, yes. I'm a mother of two Irish twins. Um, So not quite there, but they're a handful. (laughs) (laughs) And outside of that as well, I do um, short films and things like that. But Again, like I said, I'm a creative at heart. So, so you really do everything. You weren't kidding. Wow. Sia, no. <laughs> so yeah, can you just take us back? Because I know we were talking right before we aired that you were in last year's Rich Wave Academy. Can you just go back as far as you need to and just kind of paint us a picture as to like where you were before you came into the program, kind of like what your life looked like and what is it that led up to that defining moment where you're like, oh my God, I need to sign up for this. I got to invest in myself. Yep. So I actually remember the exact moment right before I had my son, I figured out or I was told I was pregnant, even though I got a negative pregnancy test twice from my um, my OBGYN. And I remember going at this time, we were like in a rough spot in life where uh, I had just had my first daughter, I had some medical complications. So I lost my job. And because I lost my job, uh, my husband was going through a transition. So we decided to, well, I shouldn't say we decided, we kind of resorted into living back with my mother. And so if you can imagine, you know, it's a house of four people already. Um, and then we had another three with myself, my daughter and my husband. And um, we had to live in a basement that wasn't really um, living friendly, but because we were in such a tight spot. Uh, so, you know, I'm on the phone and they're like, oh, you know, congratulations. You have a boy. You're not having a boy. You're having a baby. Um, and I was silent and she was just like, are you happy? And I was just like, no. <laughs> Oh, I'm not in the situation to um, have a baby. You know, at the moment, it was just more so I was thinking about my finances. Right. And I was just like, yeah, I, I have no idea what I'm going to do. My husband is more so of, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. But he's he's like a, um, he's an optimist with no plan. You know, so he kind of just goes with <laughs> the flow. And I'm just like, well, no, we have to, you know, provide for a family of four pretty soon. Um, so I was I was talking to my cousin, who was just like, you know, I know of a program that might be really great for you. Um, uh, I just she was raving about Catherine. I was like, Catherine, Catherine. I was just like, what is this Catherine? And she's like, oh, it's called Manifestation, babe. And she gave me your link, and I took a look at it, and I was just like, uh, Jody, how do you expect me to pay for this if I just told you I can't, you know? Um, 
like live on my own. So, you know, fast forward, I think I was like ruminating on it for probably at this point it was June when I found out that I was having my second child. And then I think your, 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 um, RBA was closed. And she told me that I should probably do RBA instead of manifestation, Mm. babe, since, you know, money was my focus, but it was closed. And I was just like, well, this isn't really a solution for me. So within the time period between like June to September, I was like doing everything that I could possibly do in order to gain money. But it just, I felt like it was just a means to no end because I was doing things that, I didn't enjoy. And it really, as soon as I had the money, it was just like escaping from me. Mm -hmm. And so I think I started demonizing money even more during that time period. And then um, I forgot about your program. Then I think, um, I don't remember what exactly happened. It might've like been an ad or something. And I was just like, oh, this has to be the world telling me that it's time for me to do something. So I literally gathered like all the credit cards I had and (laughs) tried to make and I think I might have even emailed your team I'm just like listen I really want to do this program but um is it okay if I split my payment over like four credit cards or something like that and they were like yeah absolutely and as soon as like there was something inside of me and I was just you know what maybe I should use this money for something else like you know we have other bills that we can pay maybe I can use it for a down payment or something like that but I I was literally gonna puke like literally I felt everything in my stomach like coming up into my throat but I hit submit and I thought I would have vomited but I literally I remember having like this huge sigh of relief mm. and I was in like I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and I was and something told me like you know it's gonna be okay and that's how I joined RBA <laughs> wow oh my god okay I have a couple questions for you based off of what you just shared um, can you share a little bit, like do, how far back does your, um, story around money go? Cause I know that you said that you were struggling after you lost your job. Right. And then you had this, like, you didn't have the best relationship with money and you felt like there was not enough. You weren't going to survive. Like you're just very worried about it. Does any of that extend back like in your childhood or anything like that? Was it like kind of a repetition of something you've experienced before? Or was this the first time you ever experienced struggle with money? No. So to be completely honest, um, this is very selfish of me, but I thought um, my struggle started when I got married because that's when we started joint finance or we had joint finances. And I thought before that money was great. Um, But looking back after kind of doing a program and I kind of looked at my um, habits like prior to getting married, um, and just going all the way back to childhood, I remember my mom was like a really huge factor. And she would always say like, you know, we need money. We don't have money. We don't have money. And in my head, you know, I kind of took that perspective to always think like, oh, I don't have money. I don't have money. Um, And from there, it was just like, oh, well, even if I have this money, you know, I don't have it because it has to go to bills or um, I don't have it because we have to go buy groceries. So I think from, actually, I should know from when I was a child, um, just hearing that all the time. And remember, I remember, you know, I think there was a exercise, but I remember coming on the, so I'm not from America, I'm from Jamaica. And I remember coming from the plane or on the plane and coming to America and my mother just literally worrying. And I don't know if she was just worrying about being on the plane and money, but I remember <laughs> her saying specifically, because my aunt was with us as well, because we traveled to, I lived with my aunt, my cousin, my mom at the time. Um, 
But I remember her saying like, oh, you know, we're going to America maybe so that we can get more money and not struggle. And I think what stood out to me was struggle. Like, oh, so I guess we're struggling. Mm. And then when we got to America, you know, and then we're like, we're still struggling because my mom is still saying like, oh, we need more money. We don't have enough money. And that's kind of just what stuck with me. And I think that became my money story, like not having enough. How old were you when you immigrated? Uh, Four or five. Okay. Yeah. So it's very, very young. So based off of this, you know, like what made you decide to, you, you were talking about like how you were kind of deciding, like, maybe I should be using this money that I do have that I was able to accumulate for something else, but instead I'm putting it into this program where there's literally no proof as to what's going to come out of it. Like, what was it? Was it like, did you have like a spiritual connection? Was it something like your higher self said? Was it just something that you intuitively needed to do? Or is this something that like maybe your cousin helped you make this decision? I'm so curious to hear like, what was that thing? Cause I have my thing and I talk about it all the time. It's a voice inside my head that said for me to do it, but I'm really curious to hear like, what was your just um, deciding factor? Like how did you forego this quote unquote certainty and security of using that money to pay for bills or something like that. And instead you were like, no, 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 no. It's going to be this program. Hey, so I'm glad you asked this. So I, before I do anything, I always try to pray um, and kind of just ask God, like, you know, if this is for me, give me a sign. And I think when I was talking to you about um, gathering all my credit cards, because I saw, I think the ad or what, what have you, whatever I saw, um, I remember looking at one of my cards and not having enough money on it. And, um, when I looked at another card, I didn't have enough money on it. And then I think it might've been three cards, but I remember the numbers being like three, three, three or something like that. Um, all across all, all, across all cards. And then I remember looking it up and I was just like, oh my, this is confirmation because I can't remember what three, three, three means. But at the time I was just like, this is it because all of the cards have exactly this amount mm-hmm. for exactly what I need. And that was kind of like my confirmation. I was just like, okay, well, God is probably saying like, all right, this is it. This is yeah. real. Yeah. So what happened after you invested in yourself? Like it, you don't have to go like into the specific details because I know this is last year. So it might be hard to like think of exact details, but like through the course of, cause it's been like almost a year now, can you kind of paint a picture of what happened since then? Like, what does your life look like? Right. Where do you live? Like as many details as you possibly can. Cause I'm super curious, like what shifted for you because of the decision that you made? Yeah. So I no longer smell like mold. Um, from <laughs> We actually have a really nice um, two-bedroom condo, um, condo, but we're probably going to move again to buy a house because of wow. you know the expansion. And we're in the meet, like we're in the process of doing that. So that's like a really huge investment that we're excited about. I started my private practice, which takes money, <laughs> and that's super exciting. Um, and most of all, I think I have been able to really catch on to when, to when I'm starting those negative habits and then um, kind of shifting into a more positive space to have the money flow in. Because I, after doing the program, like immediately after, I remember getting checks in the mail from like rebates and things like that, um, that I don't even recall like submitting for. Um, then, um, at some point, I think like 
it was either December or January. Um, I won like a thousand dollars for doing absolutely nothing. I don't honestly, I don't know how these things came. In. It just flows in. Who but cares? Yeah, Who cares and how or why? <laughs> yeah, and then um, even my husband. So um, one of the biggest things is when I was doing RBA, I never told him uh, because I feel like he would have thought I was insane for using the money to do something that didn't have uh, like a sure return. But um, even after that, I think he was picking up on some of my habits and the way I was talking about money. So I uh, used to say, I kind of, like I said, I was um, taking in what my mother would say. And I used to say like, well, we don't have enough money for this or, you know, we can't afford this. And then I started saying more things like, um, we're not going to do that right now. We're going to save that for a different time because we're going to use our money to do something else. Um, just kind of reframing and changing the way I thought about money. He started saying things like that, like, oh, um, yeah, we can afford this, but we're going to pay for this a little later. You know, um, and I think that was like a huge change for me because I wanted him to be on board with um, just the, I guess, notion of knowing that, you know, money is always infinite and it's like enough for us so that was like a huge change even though it didn't happen directly to me it was yeah. just something that I was super like excited for and proud of yeah and you also had a baby right the baby yes. was born I had a baby in January um that <laughs> changed my life as well Aww. and that and, and because I was I think back on, in June sitting on that sitting downstairs in the basement on that couch, um, thinking like, how are we going to afford another baby? Now I, that's not even a thought. Like we're literally affording this baby. He is doing excellent. You know, I can afford a nanny. Like it's just, it's insane. That is incredible. And then you also had like an internal transformation in your transformation video. I remember watching it and you were talking about how much love now that you have for yourself, which most people come into rich babe, you know, it's focuses on money, but what people find out once they sign up is that we go deeper than money. Like it's just, it's about being rich or wealthy or whatever word you want to use in all aspects of your life. And, you know, one of the biggest transformations that I personally love to see is when women finally feel worthy of having, desiring and having whatever it is that they want and watching that self-love journey come about. Um, you know, first and foremost, because money is like a byproduct of that, of you valuing yourself and feeling worthy of receiving the things that you want. Can you talk a little bit more about that journey that you went on in terms of self-love, like any internal transformations that you had? Yes. Um, So I continuously, still to this day, like on my phone screen, I still have my like money manifesto um, that I look at every day um, simply because it wasn't just about money for me. It was about me being kinder to myself uh, because I was really hard on myself. Like I would like beat myself up every time I would make like a, like a credit card purchase that I felt like I shouldn't have made. And that is like self-hate in a way you know, and through just the program, I felt like I was more so able to see why I did these things. And I see why I was trying to invest in myself in a way, um, because it was like, it's a part of my language, my love language. Like I love receiving things and receiving things from myself was just a part of me saying to myself, like, you know, Sia, you love, I love you, you know? Um, so it, it was just interesting just to see how I transformed from like the self-hate and the hate-hate relationship with, that I had with money to like the love-love relationship I had with money and myself uh, just through, throughout it all. That is so beautiful. Do you have any advice for um, people who are currently in your position where you were 
back in June who maybe have a hard time conceptualizing like, I don't know how I'm going to make this work. I don't know how this is possible. I feel stuck right now. A lot of fear, right? A lot of struggle at this moment. And I just, I right now, like I know that my current location is not my final destination, but right now it really feels that way. Like, is there advice that you would have given yourself back then in June? And if so, what is it? And how can we kind of translate that into advice that you would give to someone else struggling um, or in that position as well, who is struggling currently? Yeah, I think looking back, this is a good question. I think I would have told myself that I deserve happiness, right? And happiness comes from within. So it doesn't, it's not, happiness isn't circumstantial. You know, we create our happiness and you do what you have to do in order to create happiness. So if it's you maxing out a billion credit cards to to up-level yourself, then go ahead and do it. And only if, you know, your inner self says yes, okay, guys, because I can be saying that, but that's just not. You need to be in alignment with it for sure. Right. And, and knowing that one of the things that I always tell myself too, is not just money, but everything is just energy, you know? So like when you shift it, you shift as well. So don't expect a change to happen without you changing. Mm. And I would tell myself that too, because in that, in June, you know, a change was happening, but I was thinking that my circumstances weren't going to change, but that's just not, that's not the reality of the situation. Circumstances change because things are changing because energy is ever transforming. So. Amazing. Let's pretend for just a moment that just like your cousin was telling you back then, let's say that your best friend or someone that you know and love is listening to this episode right now and they're sitting on the fence and they're like, I know I got to do this, but it's like, it's really scary. And oh, am I going to jump? Oh no. Oh, am I going to jump? And they're just like going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What would you want him or her to know um, about RBA? And in order for them to take that leap off the fence finally and jump into working on their finances and their abundance and their prosperity and money manifestation. Everything in life is going to be, everything new in life is going to be an adjustment. It's going to be scary. And if it weren't scary, then it wouldn't be something new because even though if you handle something new differently, it's still a new adjustment. So going into RBA, it was, it was scary but that's just because it was something new. And I think if I were speaking to a friend, I would definitely say to embrace it, right? Embrace that, that scared feeling that you have and take it as a transition. Um, Because I think sometimes when we're moving through our emotions, we're going into different transitions in life. So embrace it and know that you're going into RBA, getting not just money skills, but you're getting, to me, I felt like I was getting life skills. You know, I was gaining it was an opportunity in itself too. So I was gaining an opportunity to learn more about myself, um, to have an experience with others because you're not just in the program by yourself. You're, you're in the same boat as some other people that might be in the program and to, um, build some relationships. Cause I still talk to a lot of people that are in RBA too, um, gain relationships and the skills you need to move yourself out of that pace that place of like scarcity and lack and and into abundance because that's what RBA provides. So it's much more than just, you know, paying money to have someone talk at you or like do worksheets. (laughs) It's an experience that you will have with you for a lifetime because these are skills that you're forever going to remember. So you're saying it's more than just Catherine blabbing at you for (laughs) (laughs) some Yes, much more. Although I loved it. (laughs) 
Sia, oh my goodness, this has been so amazing. Can where can we find you, and where can we hang out uh, hang out with you on the internet and find out more about the million things that you described in the beginning of this episode that you do and get to know you even better? Yeah. So um, for my private practice, um, if you're in Connecticut, and you're listening, um, you can go to asurgenthealing.com. And also, I do teletherapy in Florida as well. So asurgenthealing.com for my content business and you just want to hang out or you want to just learn more about content for free, um, you can go to achieverperfection.com and it's achieve without the E and then H-E-R perfection.com. And then on Instagram, it's just nearly see it because I nearly do everything in the world. So that's <laughs> me. <laughs> Amazing. So we're going to go ahead and link all that in the show notes. So don't worry about mentally spelling it out. We'll spell it out for you. You guys can go and check out Sia and all the incredible things that she does. Sia, thank you so much for taking the time to come on here and share your story and your wisdom. I know it's going to inspire so many people who are in the same boat as you were before you got inside of this program. Um, You are amazing. You're incredible. I hope you have an incredible day. And for you guys listening, I will talk to you soon. See you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.